Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Before we get into the show and introduce today's guest, I would just like to thank United Medical Credit for being sponsors of this podcast and of the Business of Dentistry. As a matter of fact, they have a special offer for Business of Dentistry members, 0% merchant fees for the rest of the year, and 30% discount for life after that. You can get that special deal by either going to DocOffInvestments.com and clicking on the deal section, or by going directly to www.unitedmedicalcredit.com forward slash TBOD. Thanks again, UMC. Hey guys, right this on. is Doc Huffer coming to you from my home studio here in Alvin, Texas. Now today I am joined by one of my good friends, Dr. Jeff Buskey, and he is going to talk to us a little bit about a, a very special kind of dental conference. Um, it's, it's really not a dental conference, but rather aimed at dentists, particularly our male members. Um, Jeff, talk to us a little bit about this conference. What, what, are, what are you calling this thing? So it's going to be called uh, Be the Man. And uh, you're exactly right. It's focused on male dentists. And there's several parts to this. It's focused is going to be on male masculinity and mental health and doing it in a way that is really empowering to the, to the dentist. And why is that important? Well, one, I have found that really right now, especially with kind of what's happening in the economy, we've got to look at ways that we can increase our productivity, get ourselves in a great place of power, plus have incredible relationships without having to necessarily go out and spend a whole bunch of money on new tech and new technology and new learning new techniques and everything. And what I've been able to do and transform in my life since 2016 till now has been just remarkable. I'm happy to share any numbers with anybody. Um, and I don't want to put anything out there from a braggadocious standpoint. But what I can honestly tell you is, is that I've added over a million dollars in personal production from 2016 till today without having to have new equipment, new techniques not doing anything differently other than mindset and the way that I operate in my life. And that's been pretty remarkable to look at things, to be able to track things that way. And so what we found, Chris, is that a man, when he can operate with harmony across his faith, his fitness, his family, and his finance, we find that there's just this synergistic opportunity to take that power that is transformed every day and to be able to dump it into productivity in the practice, be able to dump it into productivity in his family life, be able to dump it into productivity for his health, and also feel like he's spiritually on point because he's on purpose. And that to me is like, I don't know, to me, it's been one of the best things that I've ever introduced in my life because I found at least for myself in life, I would always have kind of just one of those areas working and working really well. And the other three were kind of like, you know, a little bit flat tires, you know, and not necessarily all the way flat, but, you know, just not running at peak performance level. The cool you know, thing you, is, is that, go you ahead. You and, I, you and I had a conversation about this exact thing. And th this is something that's been a, a real driving force for you for uh, quite a, quite a while now. I think we spoke about it first about yes. two years ago. And we, we were talking about spinning plates. Do you remember that conversation? Yes. You're, you're like I a performer do. on a stage trying to spin plates and keep them all up at one time. 
And, um, you know, sometimes it feels like people are adding more plates to the mix. So I, I get where you're coming from there. Why don't you talk to us a little bit about your journey to this place and in making these realizations? Um, I know early practice life, one of the first things I, I knew about you and where I met you is actually uh, Bruce, because he's, he's yep. a good friend of mine. And, yes. you know, talk to us a little bit about that. Just just give us your, sure. your five minute version. Sure, will do. Well, interestingly enough, uh, back in 2004, man, I've been in practice now for 25 years. But back in 2004, I was ready to walk away from dentistry. I was just very frustrated. I felt like the best way I can describe it, I felt like this guy all dressed up for prom and ready to go because I had all these great skills and everything to be able to do. But I had no date. I had nobody to work on. And I was like, what? I, I just was so frustrated with the profession that uh, I was like, man, I did not sign up for this in order to um, watch myself just go into debt and, and spend all the years in, in uh, dental school and feel like I was working hard, but not really seeing any of the results. And then that's when I met Bruce and, and we were at a point of where things just aligned, our philosophies aligned. I came and joined Bruce in his practice in 2004. And then we got to practice together for 17 years. And that was just such an amazing experience. And those of you who know Bruce, he's just an incredible mentor. He, he not only talks the talk, but he walks the walk. He just really showed me a lot about integrity and how important that is. And it was great to see that modeled from him. Uh, let's fast forward. In 2012, I got a divorce and I was dealing with so much stress. I had not only our practice, but I had a separate second practice that I was, uh, that I was running remotely. And I just was not great at managing stress in my life. And so uh, I got remarried in 2014, and but those same tendencies continued and those same habits continued, dumping myself into work and just hyper-focusing there and concentrating on being successful or what I deemed was going to be successful to create that amazing practice and have two of them and then grow that. And I realized that, uh, that I was going to be going down the road toward divorce number two. So I realized I had to make a shift and a change. And so I did hired mentors, hired coaches. And the biggest key was me implementing and taking action immediately on what they were sharing with me and what I was paying them to do. I did that and shifted my whole way of occurring and being. Um, Chris, I think one of the things that's a misnomer, what we're taught ever since we've been young in school is that. If you do more, you can have more, and then you can what become significant or you can become something, whatever that is. You're significant now. Exactly. I say flip that script and be significant because you already are. Your birth is your worth, man. And so when you come in from the perspective of I'm already significant, I show up in a different way that allows me to do things differently and allows me to have things that I wouldn't have otherwise. But it's a very different script from what we've been taught, trained, and educated on for our entire lives. And so for me, I had to change the way that I operated. And that started with me taking 100% responsibility for myself and where I was at. Where anybody is at is a direct representation of their actions or their inactions up until now at this point. And that's it, period. That's just the direct results of our fruits of our labor or lack thereof. Yes, I, <laughs> I I couldn't I couldn't agree more. Um, there's a, a phrase I love to use: "Be at cause." Yes, absolutely. when you're intentional, you are the cause of your environment rather 
than the reflection of it or the product of it, be it cause? Yeah, there's two choices, I think, too. E either you look at the world like things are being done to you or being done for you. And so you can either choose to be a victim and choose whichever way the wind blows and des decide I'm going to eat crumbs off the floor of circumstance because this is what I'm faced with. This is my lot in life. Or you can choose to be the hero of your own story and create your own story every day. You know, Jeff, there's a, there's a lot of flashback right now. You know, we've, you, you and I are of an age and um, you know, we've seen this pendulum swing back and forth enough times it becomes rather predictable, but we're at a point right now where the pendulum is swimming, swing, swinging back toward pessimism. And in, instead of, in, in, instead of toxic, uh, oh goodness, toxic masculinity or toxic, yes. um, toxic, oh goodness, pessimism is what everyone was yes. talking about for the last couple of years. And you've got to be uber positive about everything. Now I'm seeing things like I, I, I posted the other day, I think you might've seen the post on my personal page about a video I'd watched and I was laughing. The guy was just ranting. So it wasn't really informative, but he mentioned the phrase right. toxic positivity. And I was like, what is that even? You know? And, yeah. and so it's it's swung so far. You know, I, I love what you said there, and I'm gonna get called out on this by a couple of people, but you said don't be a victim because people yeah. are trying to erase that mentality of, you know, it's they want you to think it's okay to fail. It, it it's okay, you know, being okay with failure is being okay with an opportunity to learn and better yourself. It's not just giving up. And I think that yeah. we have swung that pendulum so far that now, I mean, our, our trophy society has gone to the absolute extreme. <laughs> yes. Well, and, and I think, Chris, too, failure is a great thing. I fail every day. You know, and, and failure is not a label. Failure is just something that happens. But it's a process. It's a process. The important thing is, is did I retain and learn the lesson from it? Absolutely. And if I learn something from it, now I can take and extract that information. So as I go forward in the future, I have an opportunity to change how those events can occur from there. And you know what? Some are really hard lessons and some are, some are easy lessons and some are lessons that, you know what, maybe I've been avoiding or not paying attention to, but now all of a sudden something goes from maybe a little bit of drama to now it's trauma because I chose to ignore that or procrastinate on it. And the biggest way to get the attention is now this is something that is a major fire that has to be put out or, or dealt with. Absolutely. Hey guys, this is Doc Huffpower, founder of the Business of Dentistry and host of the Dear Doc podcast. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors. 4G Dental Labs has been a sponsor of the Business of Dentistry for over two years now. They're a family-owned business located here in Houston, Texas. They're fast, they're reliable, but best of all, they provide affordable quality. They're just plain, honest, good people. For our TVOD members, for your first 20 crowns, every fifth one will be free. Contact 4G Dental Labs at 833-682-8901. Again, that's 833-682-8901. Or you can mail or even just stop by. Jeff Guidi, the owner, would be glad to see you. And, you know, I've got a saying that, you know, we, we say, you know, victims wait, you know, they wait for something to happen, but heroes create. And so heroes create every day. We, 
we have the opportunity to create our own story every day, starting in the morning with what is the self-talk that's happening. And I'm not talking a bunch of whole bunch of woo-woo stuff. I'm talking about how do you get yourself ready for the day? Do you sit there and put on your pair of lucky underwear, new yeah. shoes, fancy new bra, and go, all right, I'm I'm if you know I'm a woman, I'm empowered and I'm excited. Do I go to Starbucks to fill up and, and hopefully the caffeine's gonna carry me through the morning? Or do I light myself intentionally on fire so I can go in, kick ass in the office? Because I've already won the part of the day before I ever even get there. Because at the end of the day, I think we're all firefighters. We have all these things coming at us, different things that can be chaotic. If we go in and we are already lit on fire, we have a much better way to operate, to delegate, to receive that information and to have support around us because we're dealing with a team that knows the vision. We're dealing with a team that is already lit on fire. They're being impacted by you, your energy, how you show up. Now, if you walk in the door and your team throws rose petals at your feet, then this, this is not the converge for you. You've already got that handled. If you're having you know, sex five times a week with your spouse, this is not the converge for you. You've got those relationships handled. But what we want to start to look at is how can we optimize things? And this is really for people that life is already working. We just want to take and level up at a whole different degree, learn how to optimize those things. And I'm glad that you brought up, you know, masculinity. Masculinity is something that has been just, like you said, beat over the coals it, and raked. It's over part of the, the agenda. Coals. They don't want men to exist. And, and you know, it, that's just, well, I'm going to get into a whole lot of trouble on this one, I'm sure. But <laughs> it, it's just not the way things work. You know, unless, unless you're that crazy lizard from Arizona and you can do parthenogenesis, you, you need a man. If you're out there and you're a woman getting upset about this. And let, let's just think we of it need each other. Way. Yes. Let's think of it this way. What if masculinity, if you looked at it and you're like, that is really looking at courage and it's looking at strength, emotionally, physically, feelings. And it's looking at taking risks. And it does have the ability to be aggressive. There is that. That is just part of the masculine way. Now, if you take that, that aggression could be utilized. However, manliness is taking the ability to use masculinity in something that is powerful, efficient, and effective, and regenerative. And that is a difference on how you can utilize that that is not toxic, that is not fragile, that is not all those labels. Absolutely. It's literally taking, at something, taking a look at something and utilizing it once you understand how to harness the power from it. And this is not, this is what I love. This is not a man versus woman thing or at all. It's been so great. Chris, when I was at a conference the other week, I had a lot of women saying, tell me, what is this be the man? What is this about? You know, just like they're curious. And when I would just say at the end of the day, it's about creating better husbands, better fathers, better leaders in the home and better leaders in their practice and an overall better connection. They're like, wow, that sounds really great. And that's just a short term look at it. And, and you know, it's just, this, the, the thing is, Jeff, so, and it, to, to quell any upset out there, I'll be very, well, I'm, you know me, I'm always very direct. You know, I'll be very direct with you. It's not that women don't have these characteristics. It's that men for the last 20 years have been taught that they're wrong. It's that yes. men have been emasculated over the last 20 years. You know, 
you never hear someone talking about woman splaining, but if a woman is telling me something and she knows something, I'm going to listen. But we've somehow exactly. made it wrong for a man to know something and to tell it to anyone. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's mansplaining. And when we've, we've changed these definitions, we've warped these definitions so much in today's society. And I'm going to lose people from this group right now when I say this, that Merriam-Webster Dictionary has changed the definition of female to kowtow to this new agenda. And it's just wrong because that robs you as a female. And yes. if you're transgender, it robs you because yes. we all are who we are and we all are unique. This homogenization of society into ineffectual beings is troubling. It is. It is. And, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong. I want to celebrate the feminine. I need my wife in my life. I love that femininity. I love that side. I just don't want to see the masculinity get so soft, you know, where that continues to progressively produce harder and harder times because we don't have the strong men in order to facilitate growth, in order to facilitate expansion. And it's not because of, like I said, being male, female. It's about looking at how can we operate in a way that is congruent with one another to utilize our strengths to the best of our abilities. And at the end of the day, have fun. I mean, that's what I want at the end of the day. I want to enjoy my life. I want to enjoy my opportunities that I have to go to work and practice and, and have incredible dentistry that I get to perform on people that is life-changing. That's rewarding. That's huge emotional paychecks. But I also want to have the ability to take and have experiences with my family. I want to travel to places. I want to enjoy my time because at the end of this life, when I look back, it's not about all the bullshit and the stuff that you buy. It's about the experiences that you had along the way and the journey. And I think the most important question I had somebody ever ask me was, Jeff, when you think about things as you set your new targets, new goals, whatever it is, the question in your mind is, who do I have to become? And I find that as being 51 years old now, I find that is probably one of the most powerful questions now that I continue to ask myself because I realize that we never arrive but it's just this journey of us continuing to expand. And that's what, keeps, that's what keeps me young. That's what keeps me engaged. That's what keeps me passionate about what I get to do and how I get to interact with people. It's all of that. And if I don't have that, then to me, that's just, it's a life that I've you know, chosen not to embrace fully. And, and it's a life that unfortunately will go to waste for potential. Does that make sense? It does. And I think that right now, one of the biggest symptoms of just how confused we are as a society um, about what we want and what we need personally is, um, well, no, I'm going to get in way too much trouble if I, if I say that. I'll, I'll say this, Jeff, thank you for coming on today and talking about this very, um, charge subject which shouldn't be a charge subject um yeah find your center part of, and if you need something it, like this this is the place to do it well part of it too chris is is thank you for opening up the platform because part of it is just having the opportunity to open up conversations and create 
a, just a different way of thinking. See, if we can create a new story, we can change our life. But if we're only set on looking through the same exact filters all the time without looking at new possibilities, then we're going to get the same results that we've always got. But as a society, if we start to open the blinders up, now we have an opportunity to possibly see something different. And I'm not out here to, to beat anybody down about anything at all. What I want to do is just raise the level of consciousness. And if this resonates with you, fantastic. If it doesn't, that's fantastic too. That's the beautiful thing about life is life's full of choices on what you find is appropriate for you, how you find it, what that does for you. And I gave up a long time ago asking, is this true? Because nothing's true for everybody. We have almost 8 billion people on the planet. I find it much better to say, is this useful? And that's, that's what I want to leave you with today is just ask yourself, the way that I'm showing up in the world, the way that I'm operating, the way that I'm occurring with my family, the way that I'm occurring with myself, the way that I'm occurring with my team, is it all useful or am I lacking somewhere? Can I level up? So thanks, Chris. I appreciate it, man. So Anytime, much. my brother. All right, folks, you can sign up um, for Be The Man. Be, uh, Jeff is going yep. to send me a link and I'll drop it down below. And um, hopefully we'll see some of you guys there. I, I may or may not be there. I don't know. It depends if my wife lets me. And Chris, <laughs> Chris, one thing I will do for your listeners too is um, at the I'll do a little promo code. They could put in Limitless. And that will give them uh, a nice little uh, gift for your listeners too. Fantastic. All right, my friend, Thanks, I'll Chris. talk to you soon. You have a great day. Take care guys. Bye y'all. Thanks for listening to the Dear Doc podcast, your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. Don't forget to subscribe to the Dear Doc podcast on all major platforms.